Hello friends, welcome to today's episode of Walk Through the Bible with me. I am Professor Ngazika Mbajiogo, the coordinator of Emerald's Professional Women Ministry, and I'm your host. We will be reading 1 Corinthians chapter 14 today. We thank you, excellent Father, for your word we are about to hear. Speak to us by the help of your spirit, for in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Bible reading, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, starting from verse 1, and reading from the New International Version of the Scriptures. Follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people but to God. Indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. But the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. Anyone who speaks in a tongue edifies himself but the one who prophesies edifies the church. I would like every one of you to speak in tongues, but I would rather have you prophesy. The one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless someone interprets so that the church may be edified. Now, brothers and sisters, if I come to you and speak in tongues, what good will it be to you? unless I bring you some revelation or knowledge or prophecy or word of instruction. Even in the case of lifeless things that make sounds, such as the pipe or harp, how will anyone who know what tune is being played unless there is a distinction in the notes? Again, if the trumpet does not sound a clear call, who will get ready for battle? So it is with you. Unless you speak intelligible words with your tongue, how will anyone know what you are saying? You will just be speaking into the air. Undoubtedly, there are also sorts of languages in the world, yet none of them is without meaning. If then I do not grasp the meaning of what someone is saying, I am a foreigner to the speaker, and the speaker is a foreigner to me. So it is with you, since you are eager for gifts of the Spirit, try to excel in those that build up the church. For this reason, the one who speaks in a tongue should pray that they may interpret what they say. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. So what shall I do? I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my understanding. I will sing with my spirit, but I will also sing with my understanding. Otherwise, when you are praising God in the spirit, how can someone else who is now put in in the position of an inquirer say amen to your thanksgiving, since they do not know what you are saying? You are giving thanks well enough, but no one else is edified. I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you, But in the church, I would rather speak five intelligible words 
to instruct others than 10,000 words in a tongue. Brothers and sisters, stop thinking like children in regard to evil with be infants, but in your thinking be adults. In the law it is written, with other tongues and through the lips of foreigners, I will speak to these people. But even then, they will not listen to me, says the Lord. Tongues, then, are a sign, not for believers, but for unbelievers. Prophecy, however, is not for unbelievers, but for believers. So if the whole church comes together and everyone speaks in tongues and inquirers or unbelievers come in, we did not say that you are out of your mind. But if an unbeliever or an inquirer comes in while everyone is prophesying, they are convicted of sin and are brought under judgment by all, as the secrets of their hearts are laid bare. So they will fall down and worship God, exclaiming, God is really among you. What then shall we say, brothers and sisters, when you come together, each of you has a hymn or a word of instruction, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. Everything must be done so that the church may be built up. If anyone speaks in a tongue, two, or at the most three, should speak, one at a time, and someone must interpret. If there is no interpreter, the speaker should keep quiet in the church and speak to himself and to God. Two or three prophets should speak, and the others should weigh carefully what is said. And if a revelation comes to someone who is sitting down, the first speaker should stop, for you can all prophesy in turn, so that everyone may be instructed and encouraged. The spirits of prophets are subject to the control of prophets. For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace, as in all the congregations of the Lord's people. Women should remain silent in the churches. They are not allowed to speak, but must be in submission, as the law says. If they want to inquire about something, they should ask their own husbands at home, for it is disgraceful for a woman to speak in the church. Or did the word of God originate with you? Or are you the only people it has reached? If anyone thinks they are a prophet or otherwise gifted by the Spirit, let them acknowledge that what I am writing to you is the Lord's command. But if anyone ignores this, they will themselves be ignored. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, be eager to prophesy. And do not forbid speaking in tongues, but everything should be done in a fitting and orderly way. Thank you, our God, for the word we have heard today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Highlights from 1 Corinthians chapter 14. The first highlight, verse 1, follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. Second highlight, verse 3 and verse 4, 
But the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. And the one who speaks in a tongue edifies themselves. But the one who prophesies edifies the church. The third highlight, verse 12. So it is with you. Since you are eager for gifts of the Spirit, try to excel in those that build up the church. Fourth highlight, verse 19. But in the church, I would rather speak five intelligible words to instruct others than 10,000 words in a tongue. Fifth highlight, verse 22. Tongues, then, are a sign, not for believers, but for unbelievers. Prophecy, however, is not for unbelievers, but for believers. The sixth highlight, verse 26. What then shall we say, brothers and sisters, when you come together, each of you has a hymn or a word of instruction, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation? Everything must be done so that the church may be built up. The seventh highlight, verse 32. The spirits of prophets are subject to the control of prophets. The last highlight, verses 39 and 40. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, be eager to prophesy, and do not forbid speaking in tongues, but everything should be done in a fitting and orderly way. Declare with me, I declare that I shall walk in orderliness and promote orderliness in the church. I shall use the gifts of the Holy Spirit in my life for the building up, the strengthening, the encouragement, and the comfort of the church. I acknowledge that all spiritual gifts are given for this purpose. I shall therefore strive to find opportunities especially when we come together as a church to edify the church. I shall not be puffed up by the operation of my gift. Let us pray. The omniscient God, we bless you, for you are the God of order. We therefore present ourselves this day for grace and for an impartation. Let there be impartation by your Spirit at this time, O God, for the manifestation of different gifts in the lives of those listening. Is there anyone who does not know his gifts? I stretch my hands in the Spirit and lay it on such a person right now for clarity and for a manifestation. Are there those seeking for more excellent ways or more excellent operation of their gifts? I also stretch forth my hands and impart the manifestation of these desires. I package your people today, O oh God, as gifts in themselves to the church and to the world. May they be sources of blessings and prosperity. We acknowledge our weaknesses as men, my Father, and pray that by that same Spirit that bestowed these gifts, we will also be 
imparted the unction for humility and order. I curse every root of pride and arrogance in the lives of your people right now, O God. And I ask that as they manifest your power, their gifts will make ways for them. For in the name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. We have four actions for today. Number one, identify the gifts of God in your life and how you can use these gifts to edify the church. The second action, examine your heart. Are there traces of pride and arrogance as it relates to the use of your gifts? The third action, the gift of God in your life is for the church. How have you handled it? For yourself or for the church? Examine your heart again. And the final action, is there a desire in you for better gifts or better manifestation? You should have some hunger or ambition regarding the gift of God in your life. Call our helpline 0818-420-7601 for further inquiries. Again, 0818-420-7601. Visit our website www.emeraldswomen.org or meet us on Facebook to find out more about us. Go forth and shine, for the glory of the Lord is risen upon you today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.